0: welcome to the pursuit and now podcast i'm chase
1: and i'm katrina
0: and let the pursuit begin and we are back hello welcome to the show do we have a good one for you Do today? we
1: have a show for you?
0: Yeah, we do. What it's are we talking a- about today, Trine?
1: We are talking about tips for managing stress and anxiety, specifically work-related.
0: Ooh, that sounds pretty good.
1: And life-related.
0: Yeah, and life-related. So obviously a topic that I know both you and I struggle with quite a bit, which is the whole stress thing. So for sure. Yeah, so we thought that this would be a good topic to talk about today. Uh, We were kind of planning originally with the podcast that we would kind of cycle through different topics week after week. Um, But I think, we haven't really talked about this yet. Okay. But I think it'd be a good idea for us to just talk about topics we want to talk about and not necessarily be like (laughs) held up with a certain topic each week that we, you know, feel like we need to talk about.
1: Yeah, because... I mean, I feel like the whole point of this is like a hobby for us to kind of like have fun with it. And it's like, if we're too specific about, oh, this week we have to talk about finance and it's like, well, I don't really, you know, I can't really think of something that we're feeling super like inspired about. Right. Because if we're not feeling inspired about it, then like, what's the point of like forcing ourselves to talk about it for an hour?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I feel like it comes through too and uh, how we talk about it. If we're not really that excited about a topic, I feel like it can it can come across, you know? Yeah. So that yeah. energy and that vibe just isn't quite there. So
1: Yeah, so for today, like, our topic was going to be relationships. Um, but I, I think that this can kind of go into, you know, supporting relationships in your life if you're able to manage stress and anxiety. But really, I thought about this last night, about this topic, um, and I told Chase because um yeah it's it's just been been a rough couple of weeks
0: yeah yeah and so we need some tips <laughs> like
1: like literally we need like some reminders of okay like yeah. what <laughs> what tools do we know of and what what are we not using right now so it was honestly kind of nice this morning to sit down and like go through some things like what do we tell what would we tell our best friend yeah, you know, like, what would you tell your best friend if they're struggling with like a lot of stress and anxiety, and you know, burnout and and things like that?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, we got five tips for you all today. So make sure you hang around for the whole podcast because uh, you know we put quite a bit of thought into this uh, just this morning. So. <laughs> Uh, We did a little bit of research, came up with some five things that uh, I know have personally helped myself and Trine uh, when we're feeling a lot of stress. And so hopefully we can help you all. Um, And again, if you've hung around until episode number eight, you are awesome. And we appreciate you so much.
1: I literally love you.
0: Yeah, you are the absolute best um, of all time. So thank you so, so, so much. Um, and before we dive into those tips, of course, there's one thing that we got to do to start off every show and you all already know what it is. Cause you all have been around enough train. What do we got to do?
1: <laughs> we are going to name our small moment of joy for the week. Small moment of joy. Because even though it's been a rough week, I mean, for me mentally, I've just not, not, it's not been it. It's not the vibe, not the vibe. <laughs> But even though it, I don't know, there's a lot of like seemingly like negative things to focus on, there's always something that we can be grateful for and we can reflect on our past week and think, you know, this week seemed not very well, but is it just what I'm focusing on? It could be. Yeah, exactly.
0: So that's why we do this exercise. We put ourselves (laughs) in the right mindset coming into the podcast and of course, as always, we encourage you all to do the same. Um, but do you want to go first and kick it off?
1: Yeah, I'll kick it off and I'll go dive ahead and right in. kick it
0: off, why don't you?
1: <laughs> so my small moment of joy this week, I have a few per use. Um So one of them is I ordered, <laughs> I ordered a new Gymshark outfit.
0: Yeah, she did. And she thought she can slide that one past me. <laughs> No. Nope. And we talked about finances and like the hundred dollar rule that we had. And Oh, you're um, right. I kinda of yeah.
1: but you it, did, you kinda
0: of broke it a little bit.
1: But you knew I was buying Gymshark.
0: Yeah, she kinda of mentioned it and I was like half asleep in bed and I was like you know, I was like, oh, like about to pass out and she's like
1: It was a hey. hundred and
0: two dollars. She's like, Hey, I'm That's gonna funny. buy some Gymshark tomorrow. I'm okay. And it might be a little over hundred dollars. And then I was just <laughs> I was kind of asleep. So she technically didn't didn't break the rule but You kind of broke the rule. But get this.
1: But get this. The last time I purchased anything from Gymshark, Gymshark is my addiction. Was November 2021. Mm. Because I log into my account every time and that and I look through my purchase history. So I didn't purchase any Gymshark all last year.
0: Interesting. I
1: know that you don't believe that, but it's true. Like I will literally show you my history.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you got me good. You you whispered it and I was half asleep. And then you went and got you some Gymshark. So, all good. No worries. And then, yeah, I, was, I seen the transaction because I get notifications when you mm-hmm. use the card on things. And I was like, oh, so you went and bought some Gymshark, huh? She's like, what? Like, I, didn't, I don't know anything about any Gymshark. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah,
1: No, but for real, um, I got an outfit from the Whitney Simmons collection, her last drop. So, I'm very excited about that. Mm. And also, this is part of...
0: Also Whitney Simmons wanted to come on the podcast. I don't know if I told you that. Oh she reached out via oh, yeah. email. For sure. For sure. So maybe in a future episode, um, you know, she might come on and, and talk about some health and fitness.
1: Whitney Simmons, if you're listening to this, yeah.
0: <clears throat> I love you. Yeah. I was like, uh, you only have like millions of subscribers, like yeah, not quite. You're you only know. like
1: literally famous. But not, anyways, not quite. okay, so the other part of the Gymshark story um is my one of my best friends and I had a deal that if for the whole month of January we could add 10 pounds to a specific exercise every week, um we could buy Gymshark or athletic wear at the end of the month. Well, I knew the Whitney Simmons collection was gonna sell out, but I have been and and next week is my last week and I'll be at 175 for hip thrust. Boom. So Trinky But can legit have hip added. thrust
0: more than I can.
1: But I have added 10 pounds each week. The beginning of January, I started at 135, and last week I finished 165, and I'm lifting twice a week that weight. So, basically, I earned it, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah,
0: drinking out hip us me, like, any day of the week, so, like, legit. My glutes and hamstrings are so weak, so.
1: I can't lift anything else, though. Okay, so my other small moment of joy was... This week, I um got to have an a social work intern shadow me at my job for a whole day yeah that's fun and it was fun it was just cool because like I remember being an intern like this is only my second year practicing so I remember just being an intern just a little bit ago and it was mm-hmm. like it was cool like finally being on the other side of that it was just. Yeah. And like get a, to help it was somebody a out. Cool who, experience.
0: Yeah, who's starting out their career and you get to be an intricate part of helping them out, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Um, and then Chase, what's your small moment of joy?
0: Ooh, my small moment of joy. Um, well, Trine and I have finally started upgrading our room. Mm-hmm. And that brought me joy. <laughs> and Trine totally called that this was going to be my moment of joy. So it's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, we finally decided to, um, cause I feel like we, when we got out of college and stuff and um, we got our new place and then I still feel like our room is still kind of like college vibes, you know, <laughs> in a sense, like we kind of kept it pretty bare minimum. So um, I am very excited that we finally got some nightstands, so we can yeah. set stuff on the side beside our bed.
1: <laughs> we literally sound like yeah. very, very adulty.
0: Yeah. So we're like full on adults now. So we have nightstands. It's official. We have reached adulthood. Boom. So um we got that. We got a new bed frame finally coming in. Um I'm gonna try to hang a TV on a wall. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna see how you that goes this. yeah we're gonna see how that goes um because i'm not much of a handyman i don't know if you guys know that about me but now you do um but i do hang tvs a lot in farming simulator so mm. there's a good <laughs> chance that i'll be able to do it in real life too
1: okay that makes
0: sense <laughs> but uh yeah no that was fun and trina and i did survive putting together furniture together um because putting together furniture together yeah that was good. That sounds right. That w- that sounded about right. but Come together. Yeah, because I right was in there. I was throwing together these nightstands, and Trine came in there. And she was like, oh, let me help. And so Trine the Builder came in there. She just started putting together the nightstand. And I really appreciated that you helped me with that.
1: I I helped you with, like, one little thing. <laughs> but, yeah, hey, <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> you appreciate the support.
0: Yeah, I love the support because... Um, it, it was helpful and it did take a long time. It took about all night to put together both of those. So Trink came in there and she was like, she was like, do I need to push on the screw to screw it
1: in?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, honey, you got you to gotta push on it and screw at the same time.
1: We were putting like the legs on it and he was like, he was like on his last one and I was like just starting my second one and I was like focusing so yeah. hard. <laughs> and really struggling but also my nails are kind of long so it was hard to like I don't know it was hard to do it but yeah
0: yeah and then like I I had to get up and like go grab a drink and then I came back and like Trine was just like talking to the nightstand about their problems and stuff mm. and checking it out <laughs> I was like I was like okay you know do your thing I guess they were really they were just in the box kind of stressed out and yeah trine was able to provide these tips that we're going to give to you all today Oh, to yeah. kind of help them, you know, get through it. So oh, that um, and that's good. just kind of person Trine is, you know, and, and that's why I'm also grateful for you um, because I think you're an awesome person and I appreciate you so much.
1: Thanks. Was that
0: not the sweetest thing ever?
1: It's an avocado. Am
0: I husband of the year Thanks. right now? Thanks. think I'm husband of the year right now. So feeling pretty good.
1: Okay. Yeah, you are.
0: Yeah. Sure. Thank you. Appreciate it.
1: All right. Anyways, that was a good segue. So let, let's... uh dive in to the, th- Let's to, dive the tips. Right in. to the tips what's the first tip chase because you thought yeah
0: it was mm-hmm. so this is my first tip and uh i'm gonna sound like a broker <laughs> a brokered a broken record um, like every a... time that i say this but one thing that helps me out because uh, a lot of my stress is actually related. It's mostly work-related. That's where all of my stress comes from. So the biggest thing that I do that helps me out so much is I start to move my body. And that is step number one to kind of changing your state uh, is you got to you know get out there, um, whether that's going to the gym or whether that's going on a walk, whether that is just doing literally any kind of physical activity. Moving your body, changing your physiology can help change your state. I truly do believe that um, because I know when I'm stressed out and I go to the gym and get a hard workout in, I got my music in, I'm vibing. I know I instantly feel so much better and more energized when I come back home Um and so that's just something that kind of helps me out a lot. And I think that that's the first thing you need to do is just get up there, start moving your body.
1: Yeah, I love that. And also, I feel like, I don't know, like I said, I've been struggling the past couple of weeks and I'm doing like the movement, like I'm going to the gym in the mornings. But one thing about this and specifically helping like transition from like work to home and like personal life chase you do your workouts right after work yeah so that really sets you up for success for like you know living your personal life to the fullest in that in the Mm -hmm. evenings and like being in a good mindset whereas like I feel like I'm just like lacking energy or motivation when I get home from work because I'm just like done you know Mm -hmm. so one thing that I Just kind of want to take from that to try to implement is like movement after work, even though I'm doing movement in the morning, just like movement after work might be really helpful. Like I loved when Mm -hmm. it starts to warm up and we can go on like on a walk. Mm -hmm. Like again, it's, I'm not going to work out twice a day y'all, but I'm just saying like going and like maybe like walking on the treadmill for like 15 minutes right now on the treadmill because it's cold or if it's like nice enough outside, just like going on a walk I don't know. I feel like that would really help me.
0: Yeah. And just kind of get some endorphins going a little bit, you know, kind of. And I just feel like it helps me change my state drastically. Um, And I heard somebody say one time, which I really love, is they they said, uh, train the body, heal the mind. Mm. And I I love that quote, because I think it's like I think it's so true. Um, I think, you know, if you have a strong body, you know, it's going to help you kind of overcome some of your. Uh, your struggles with, you know, confidence or maybe with stress or anxiety or whatever the case is, kind of. Um, I think a strong body really helps out a lot. Um, and I know it's helped me out a lot. Broken record. Um, but yeah, so moving your physiology. There's also other ways that you can do this too. Um, because one time uh, I went to a Tony Robbins seminar. Yeah. Yeah. When I was like, I think 19 years old.
1: You were. You, you were 20. I was 20. We, we met when you had just turned 20, and then it was, like, the first year we had been dating in the summer. Yeah. So, yeah, you were 20.
0: Yeah, and it was awesome, <laughs> by the way. Like, it was one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. So, my mom and I, we went. A uh, really cool thing about it, too, was, like, uh, we were, like, upper level because, I mean, these tickets are, ex- are expensive to go to these mm-hmm. things, right? Uh, and we were, like, upper level and, like... um our like whole group or section was just like killing the game like we were high energy uh, the whole time and i guess somebody like recognized that that was like on tony robbins team
1: oh that's cool i didn't even yeah. know that yeah
0: and so they actually they came up to our section and they were like hey like you guys have been doing such a good job we're going to move you to the floor and so like nice. <laughs> yeah. so literally they brought us down and we got to sit like floor level for the whole remainder of the seminar because Tony Robbins seminars are like three or four days long. I don't remember how long this one was, but it was something like that. Wasn't Your, it three?
1: I think yours was like maybe two or three. Yeah, it was like It was. Or, I remember I think it being three. short. I yeah. remember it being short, but yeah, so I got three. there later after the seminar. So actually, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why I'm saying that. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> it was, it was like three, but it was like, it's all day long. So like the entire day you're, you're in there. Um, and so obviously when you're sitting in a chair that long, you got to find ways to change your energy and your state. And that's kind of what something that he's big on that uh, he taught us a lot about. Um, but one thing we would do, like, and even if you're at work or whatever the case is, like, he would have you like almost like, I don't know how to explain it unless you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. But it's kind of like you're like grabbing at this at the sky and like kind of pulling your arms down like this motion hmm. and like and you breathe out heavily as you do it. Um, I'm not going to do that cause I don't feel, I feel like I might accidentally like snot on the mic or something. Okay.
1: Yeah. Let's well, not
0: that. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to do idea. that. That'd be kind of gross. Um, but like, and you would kind of jump as you do it. So you kind of jump up and then like pull down from the sky. Uh, and you know, if you watch us on YouTube, you can see kind of how we do that. Uh, but that was a big way that we kind of like kept our energy up. And that was like, step number one was like, move your body. You got to, you know, change your physiology. Um, And just doing that small movement and like breathing heavily out um, like instantly re-energizes your body in a way and get you get you ready to go.
1: I like that. And I remember when I used to listen to Tony Robbins a lot. I remember him being big on like your body language and like the first thing like the first step to like changing your mental state is to change your physical like body language. Mm -hmm. So like I remember him saying like how do you think you're going to feel if you're like, have your head down and your shoulders are down and you're like drooping and you're like, yeah, you're like having that kind of body language versus like, I'm going to stand up tall. I'm going to like smile and I'm going to like walk with confidence. And there's like something to it that it like sends a message to your brain saying like, yeah, I am confident. Like even if you don't feel like it, that's like the first step to kind of like, I don't know, like faking it till you make it maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I no. know.
0: Yeah, that's spot on. Like it talks about that all the time like um like imagine what a depressed person would look like.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, like all the things that you just said like you can imagine it in your head. Um and now imagine, you know, being happy, confident, like in a blissful state and then imagine what what body language that would exude. Yeah. Um and how that can affect you and the, I know they've done a lot of research on just like smiling. Like literally just smiling, like forcing even more mm-hmm. forcing a smile, like it triggers something in your brain. I don't know all the science behind it, because I'm not a scientist, but like literally, like just forcing yourself to smile uh, triggers some kind of chemical reaction and can help you change your state. So,
1: yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. And I just want to say, like, I where when we talk about like these kind of tips and everything, like it's not gonna work for everybody, and different things are going to work for different people and something might be helpful for one person, but then not helpful for the next. And then there's like, you know, if you Mm -hmm. think you might have, you know, a serious mental health disorder, that's different than just like these small tips. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this, these are just some small tips like education, entertainment, just want to get that. Edutainment. Edutainment. Mm hmm. Is that a term? I just made it up.
0: Oh, do you like it? Nice. It might be a term. I don't know. I may have stole that from someone. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know about it.
1: Anyways, I just wanted to throw that disclaimer out there because like if you, if you are clinically depressed, it's, you're, you can't just smile, you know, necessarily. And it like change your life. Like I'm just not yeah. trying to throw that <laughs> message out there, <laughs> but yeah, these just, are just smile.
0: Some, It'll solve all your problems. Yeah.
1: Just, <laughs> just smile. Just, yeah. have you know, change your body language. Like. Obviously, there's like, this is these are like small tips for every day, like whatever. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, you know, and we all kind of have an emotional home too, and I know they talk about that a lot, and I I love thinking about that. Um, in regards to some of this stuff, is like, what is you know our emotional home, like where do we tend to revert back to, um, because so, you know someone who's angry is always going to find a way to be angry someone who's sad is always going to find a way to be sad. Someone who's stressed is always going to find a way to be more stressed.
1: Stop looking at me like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at ourselves right now. Okay. Um, So I think like taking inventory of like, what is, you know, my emotional home that I tend to be in most of the time. And like, and how can I work to not always revert back to that and find a way to, you know, continue to stress myself out or continue to be in a bad mood. Um, because, uh, you know, you can build a habit on your emotions just like anything else. You know, if you have a habit of always being angry or have an ab- habit of always being sad, you know, you'll always find a way, uh, to go back to, you know, that emotional home. So.
1: Yeah. And I think a good starting point is just recognizing and trying to identify what, what it is you're feeling and why, like yeah. what, what triggered that feeling inside of you and, just really start to be kind of like self aware of that. I think is a good place to start.
0: Yeah, and that's so hard to do because we were watching me that. me we me were watching that Brene Brown. Oh yeah. Thing on HBO, I think uh-huh. about like recognizing like how you're feeling and what emotions you are having. And um, I she don't was think talking. We
1: never finished that. We need to finish that. Yeah,
0: we do. But yeah, she was talking about how we all regularly like do not identify the correct emotion yeah with what we're feeling like and she kind of guides you through like what emotions there are and how to identify them better so that you can work on them
1: yeah 100 percent. because i think she was talking about, about like stress and overwhelm yeah wasn't she talking about stress and overwhelm Yeah, and like how people have the tendency to say like oh i'm overwhelmed and then you like subconsciously like become overwhelmed when in actuality like overwhelm is so different than feeling stress yeah so overwhelm. so like you can yeah like I I'm I'm done like I can't think I you know what I mean
0: yeah yeah and I think how you talk to yourself has a big difference too yeah because I know in my you know in my work life um there's a point when I was really 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 stressed and overwhelmed um, but even when I started to kind of recognize that and then like kind of tell myself that I was stressed and overwhelmed, like it got significantly worse. Cause it's like, yeah. I almost put a label on it mm-hmm. and it just kind of amplified the effects. And, um, cause I remember that one time, like I straight up had a breakdown and yeah. <laughs> remember in that
1: these seats. I remember that. Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, it was bad. Never experienced that before in my life. So, um, but yeah, I think I started to label it and then. It stressed me out almost more, and then it just kind of you know kept building and building and building until it hit my breaking point. But
1: yeah, and I mean I think it's good to label label your emotions or try to identify them. Yeah. But then I think it's like important what you follow up with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like having the mindset of like oh, I'm so stressed and overwhelmed and like everything is terrible and there's no solution and Like my, the world is crashing down. I feel like that's very different than saying, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm recognized that I'm feeling overwhelmed right now. And that means I need to step away. I need to do something. I need to step away for 10 minutes. I need to come back. I need to focus on one thing at a time, you know?
0: Yeah. Like that was Brene Brown's tip too. Yeah. Like identifying
1: the emotion can help you kind of like know the next step to manage that emotion. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, but, yeah, it just, I, I just feel like there's a difference of, like...
0: Yeah, totally agree.
1: ...what you follow up with, so...
0: I love that. Um, but, Me yeah, <laughs> that was great for tip number one. Yeah, move your body. Yeah, move your body and everything else that we just discussed. <laughs> and.
1: <laughs> okay, number, tip number two. two. Tip number two is to... And this is, like, specifically work-related. Um, and this is probably... This is the tip that I came up with because it's something that I would love to work on myself, um, is to set boundaries for myself, like in and outside of work. And specifically I'm talking about like setting boundaries, like when I like time boundaries and emotional boundaries. <laughs> so like when I'm done with work, I'm done with work. Okay? Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like I was really good about this at the beginning of my year. Um, But I feel like as you start, as the year goes on, or like there's more stressors that are added on, it's harder to kind of separate yourself from, okay, this is my work. I'm going to leave that because I need to take care of myself. And if I do nothing but like think about it and stress about it, it, I'm not going to be able to recharge myself enough to like go in and handle said problems the next day yeah does that make sense
0: yeah 100 percent. i know that you and i've um and i'd be curious and i know some people listening might be curious because you and i've had like conversations about this or or whatever and i i know like we've had boundaries with this but i'd be curious how do you discuss that like with your partner in like a meaningful way that's not like rude or Anything like that in terms of like that boundary?
1: That's a great question. <laughs> I don't know why you're asking me that.
0: <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm literally not like I'm not throwing shade or anything at you. Like, but I am genuinely curious because we have had those conversations for, before. Um, like how to best approach those.
1: Yeah. Like if you recognize that your partner is taking a lot of their work home emotionally and it's having a negative effect on them, which in turn is affecting you because... Their mood is so low and their, you know, stress, the stress from work is just, it's starting to impact like the rest of the night at home. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would, I would say the best thing to do is like validate their experience, but also like you said, set boundaries, like Chase, you've set boundaries with me before, um, around like, Hey, one, we can talk when I get home.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: We're just airing everything out here and then also just like I don't know I feel like I feel like you you are letting me know your needs which is in turn that's that's more respectful than yeah. just holding a grudge with your partner and being like oh my gosh all they do is complain about work for an hour when they get home and then it puts them in a bad mood and then it puts me in a bad mood I think that setting your boundaries and stating your needs with your partner in a loving way, in a validating way, is going to be, like, the best thing. Yeah. So, hey, I, like, I notice that you're really stressed out at work. Like, maybe we can do something tonight that makes you feel, like, relaxed. And so you can, like, put it on the back burner for a while. Yeah. And, I like, just stating what you're noticing and just validating their feelings, but also setting a boundary, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that, you know, I think that it does help like that person get, just become more aware of what their, what their, um, patterns of communication are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I've done a ton better this year. Um, and we've set these boundaries with each other, (laughs) Yeah. but I, I think that me personally, I've really improved on this, um, I I think it just takes like practice time and like self-awareness, I think.
0: Yeah. Self-awareness is huge. Yeah. Cause I definitely, I was not like trying to throw you under the bus or anything. Cause I know I've definitely have brought my stresses home and I've been in bad moods and been very irritable, um, which is just prone to happen. You know, if you are very stressed yeah, in your job, we're human. you know, you're going to come home and, you know, you're going to notice you might be more irritable towards your partner or snap at like small things. And I know that I've done that just as much as the next person. So um, I was genuinely curious of, you know, how the best way to kind of approach that conversation, because it is a difficult conversation. Yeah. And
1: because you don't want to come off like you don't care. Yeah. You
0: don't want to be like rude about it, you know, or like, kind of say it in a in a negative way like oh every time you come home like you know and I think I think if you let it build up and you don't have that conversation like that's mm-hmm. what it can kind of lead to is like an, an argument in that sense or like you coming off real aggressive or, but it's really
1: or yeah. yeah or it can lead to like resentment or passive resentment, aggressiveness yeah. mm-hmm. like your boundaries and your relationship I mean part of that is communicating needs yeah you know condemned and <laughs> I don't know, why I just laughed like that. Have you seen that yeah, Justin yeah, Bieber? Yeah. Have you seen that Justin Bieber interview where he's like eh eh eh? eh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> That's
1: funny. But um speaking of communicating um your needs and communicating clearly, um that is part of this tip, this setting boundaries tip. Um something else that um I personally want to work on um is setting my boundaries. Just in my life, honestly, like at work in my personal life in my yeah. relationship, like all of those things, I think it's so important to set clear boundaries with people and communicate clearly how you feel and what your needs are. Because I feel like too often, like people get caught up in like feeling a certain way with somebody <clears throat> and then being upset with them. But it's like you never communicated how you felt about that or you never communicated your needs. So do you you really have the right to feel upset Mm -hmm. because that person doesn't know, you know, you haven't communicated that clearly. You haven't set that boundary with them. So it's like, that's on you too, a little bit, you know, Yeah. you know what I mean? And I'm like trying to like, come to terms with that because it's something I really struggle with because <laughs> mm-hmm. in my head I'm like well they should know that they that when they do that one thing it makes me feel like that but I'm like they don't necessarily know and also the world doesn't revolve around you they have all their their own stuff going on mm-hmm. so it's like how do you expect them to meet your needs if you don't communicate if they your don't needs? know what your needs are yeah <laughs> so it's just kind of a hard field to swallow, honestly but it,
0: it is tough well it also revolves too around like it's tough to have conversations with people like that. Like, you know, it's confrontational. You're, you know, it's just, it's a tough conversation to have for anybody in regards to communicating your needs or how something makes you feel when it happens. And I know, especially for me, I feel like I really struggle with that too. Just, I don't know if it's just a guy thing, which I'm sure it is, but Mm -hmm. um, I have a really hard time kind of discussing those things. But, um, but yeah, I think setting boundaries is really, really, really important, and I've started to do this too, and it's helped out a lot, um, especially if you're kind of going through a lot of work stress, because mm-hmm. for me, I used to, you know, work, like, a lot more hours. Like, I would wake up and get started at, like, 6 a.m. or something, or and um, I was just working, like, far too much. I wouldn't take breaks throughout the day to eat, and, like all those kinds of things just to try to get caught up on something that inevitably I wasn't ever going to get caught up on. Um, And so I think for me, like I did what I've started doing is like, I set that boundary. Like I start at eight o'clock. I'm going to take a break to eat and I end at five o'clock and there's like no exceptions to that. And like, if it doesn't get done, it doesn't get done. You know, I'm going to do the best that I can do Mm -hmm. within these time parameters. And then whatever doesn't get done, it doesn't get done. You know, I'm only one person, so yeah. I think taking that approach has helped out my mindset a lot, and it doesn't keep me like lying awake at night, like, oh man, like I I need to do this, I need to do this. It's like I gave it my best within those time frames. Once that's done, I'm done.
1: Yeah, because at the end of the day, like your job isn't your life. It's not your whole life, right? You know, mm-hmm. and I feel like. It's really easy to get caught up in it, <laughs> but it's like, it's not your whole life. Like you have, you have plenty of things outside of your eight to five job. Right. You know? Yep. So I think. And if something
0: happened to you, then they're just going to put out a job posting and replace you anyways. So,
1: <laughs> well, I'm irreplaceable, but. <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> I'm yeah, just yeah, your
0: job's a little different. There's no, only one of you in the elementary It's school, not so.
1: different. I mean there's plenty of people, but um I was just kidding. I was just saying I'm yeah. irreplaceable.
0: Oh. No, not <laughs> I know.
1: I <laughs> was funny. But no, need, um but I need yeah. to bring
0: the guitar on the podcast. And then we can jam out a little bit. We can
1: sing Sweet Home Alabama.
0: Yeah, kind of lighten the mood a little bit because we're talking about some depressing topics.
1: (laughs) No, I I think we've had good conversations. Yeah,
0: I think it's really good. Well, I hope that us like having a conversation about this might hopefully encourage some other people to have this conversation because it is it's tough to have. So hopefully it's helpful just to hear, hey, you're not the only one, you know, everybody's struggling with stuff.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, And I think that sometimes like, like this, all these like tips that we thought of, I'm like, well, I knew all of this stuff and I'm still struggling with balancing like mm-hmm. everything and stress. And I'm like, sometimes it is so like nice to just sit down and like, think about in your life, like when have you managed stress successfully? Okay. Write all that down. In your life, what is triggering stress? Okay, write all that down and just kind of reflect and remind yourself like what has gotten you this far? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And I feel like that self-reflection piece, I feel like a lot of people probably don't do regularly. I know I don't and Definitely not. So yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's just interesting to me, but Yeah. Okay, let's go to tip number three.
0: Tip number three Um okay you want me to read this one? Let me read it. Get out of your hold on. (laughs) Let me read this real quick. Instead of focusing on a huge to-do list, write down your top three priority list. This is what's helped me out a lot. This was my tip. I forgot. Um yeah, this has helped me out a lot, especially with uh work stuff. So um if you are experiencing some high stress or high workload um within your job every day. And we all kind of like a lot of people, you know, we create like this to-do list and it just kind of gets longer and longer and longer, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) every single day. And Trina already knows because I know your to-do list is um, four pages long. Um,
1: Yeah, so is yours. So is a lot of people's.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, something that's helped me with that, with the work stress is like taking just the top three things that. I know I've been putting off and I haven't been doing and I need to get done. And it is stressful every time I think about it, like choosing the top three things and then literally just make a new list with just those three things and focus solely on how can I get these tasks accomplished. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed with me, like as soon as I kind of, you know, just face the stuff that's stressing me out, like, and it can be anything because like even emails stress me (laughs) out. I get stressed out by emails Um, but it's even like okay well okay I know I have a bunch of emails I need to get to so you know I'm gonna put that priority list I'm gonna knock out these emails and then once I address them then it's like a like
1: I feel so much better yeah and
0: then it's just from accomplishing a few things and it kind of compartmentalizes it in your mind like okay I don't have this overwhelming amount of things that I know I need to get done like just broken it up i got three things i get these done i feel good i'm happy i'm successful with my day Mm -hmm. um and also just writing them down and physically crossing them off yeah super helpful like it's like a dopamine hit like every time you cross something off of a list i feel like yeah um so that's just something that's a tip that i would give uh you know if you feel like you're behind on things with work or whatever the case is um even not work it can be anything outside of life but having just a top three priority list crossing them off as you go. uh, That's helped me out a lot.
1: Oh yeah. I think it's all about prioritizing. um, If you do find yourself like having a ton of tasks to do um, again in your work or personal life. And then also chase actually helped me so much because he told me that. Yeah. You helped me because you told me that in work, you, you said, what do you say? Eat the frog or something?
0: Yeah. Eat the frog.
1: So (laughs) chase, chase, chase said, Chase said he eats the frog in the morning. And I'm like, what the heck is yeah. that mean? <laughs> and he was like, whatever is stressing me out the most or whatever is like the seemingly like the hardest task in my mind or like the most difficult whatever, I just do it first thing in the morning. Yep, so I eat don't eat the frog in the morning. You just get it out of the way mm-hmm. and then boom, you feel better because it's like if you really think about it, this is my experience. I don't know about like other jobs, but if you really think about it, like think about what is actually stressing you out. Like what are the actual tasks that feel daunting and then do those first thing in the morning, get them done. So I've started to try to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, okay, what's the hardest task that I need to get done today? What's actually stressing me out. Okay. That's going to be my first thing that I am going to do. So it's actually, it's helping me get more done because um, those tasks are the ones that I tend to procrastinate. And in the morning, I'm like, oh, I'll just get these couple little things done that are like easy to get done. And it's like quick to get done. But I'm like, if you do the task that's like the most daunting or whatever in the morning, boom,
0: then it's out of the way.
1: It's out of the way. You don't procrastinate on it. Yep.
0: And I think there's like this sense of like accomplishment that comes from like I had this really hard thing that I was stressing out about. And I got it done first thing in the morning like to start my day off like it's not even 10 a.m. And I've gotten like the hardest thing that I need to get done today done like that's such a good feeling. It's so relieving and I Mm -hmm. think it just it's just this good sense of like accomplishment like I handled that now I can go tackle the rest of what I need to tackle for the day.
1: Yeah, and I I also think that for me, I have like the most energy in the morning. Me too. And so like in the afternoon like other things that i've dealt with i'm just like uh now i'm like i don't have any energy to do anything else so i'm like okay eat eat the frog yep eat the frog in the am yep okay
0: i love that that's one of my favorite things <laughs> think of of all time so yeah um yeah eat it in in also you know in the evening you might be tired it's just going to be you're going to be more prone to just continue to put it off so For sure. Just get that stuff knocked out on your priority list. For sure. Yeah. uh, Let's move on. Number four. Number four. Number five.
1: This was um, my strategy. Okay. So this strategy is mostly around like if you're finding yourself like worrying something and like thinking about something over and over and over again because you're like worried about it. Um this tip is to schedule time to worry. And I literally said this to Chase this morning and he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? So it actually, I feel like I've said, se- I've given this tip so many times that it's just b- kind of become like, oh yeah, like that's kind of like a simple tip that everyone knows. Yeah, I've never but- heard it before, but Chase never heard it. So I'm like, oh, well maybe this would be helpful. But um, this is just basically like if you have something that you were just constantly worrying about, like if you've ever like woken up and the first thing you think about is that thing <laughs> and then you start thinking about it, thinking about it and it, it just goes into every thought you have, Yeah. Um, you schedule time to worry about it. So instead of worrying about it all day, you say, okay, I'm going to worry about this from 8 p.m. to 8.20 p.m. Yeah. And it's I feel like it's kind of like, something that you can kind of like block that thought with in your brain and just say like, Hey brain, like slow down. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like setting a boundary with yourself.
1: Yeah. But like in kind of like a creative way, like, Oh, remember we're going to worry about that at eight o'clock and then that's our time to worry about it. You know? And I, I mean, I don't think this is a one size fits all again. I don't think anything is a one size fits all, but I don't know. I've I've tried it out before, yeah, and it can be helpful for certain things.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I kind of piggybacked off of that, and because um, they they always like, and I know a lot of people have heard of this, but like the five second rule is super common. Like, if you have something that you're worrying about or you're stressed out about, like give yourself five seconds to feel that and worry about it and stress out about it. Um, but then after that, um, you know, be relentlessly solution focused on it, uh, which that comes from a guy that, <laughs> uh, he came and spoke to us one time. Um, and he talks about relentless solution focus. Um, and, uh, I just thought it was, it was really good. So it was like, you know, you kind of give yourself that time to be stressed out about it. And then you go right into RSF and you're thinking immediately like, okay, how can I overcome this stress? Uh, what do I need to do? What are the steps that I need to do? And just trigger your mind to be solution focused and not necessarily like focusing on, you know, all the bad and all this and this and this. Like, what can I do about it right now so that I can, you know, get through that?
1: Yeah, I like that. And like going off of that, um, something that something that helps me is also like if I'm having like a lot of worried thoughts Or if I'm like feeling like anxious about something coming up, I will say like, is my thought first, I will say, is my thought rational or irrational? Like how likely is it that that thing is going to actually happen?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And then ask myself next, be like, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen in this scenario? Okay. Yeah, so I gave Chase this example like last week, I was stressed out about an upcoming meeting, okay? And I was like, okay, well, what's the worst that could happen? Well, the meeting would end and we would be no closer to a solution for the presenting issue. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then and then that's it. So then I'm like, okay, well, if the worst possible scenario happens, what am I going to do about it? So it's like going back to that solution focus. Okay. Well, I'm going to schedule another meeting and I'm going to try again. Like it's the world isn't going to come crashing down. And right. then I ask myself, like, what if I'm wrong? Like, what if my irrational thought is wrong? What if I go into the meeting and it goes amazing and we leave feeling like we have next steps moving forward a solution camaraderie like what if that happens yeah you know mm-hmm. and nine times out of ten That's it goes what ends up happening <laughs> yes it goes so much better and this is just like a lot of things that I have personally like had irrational thoughts around it goes so much better than I think it's gonna go mm-hmm. like if you're gonna give a presentation and you have all these irrational thoughts well for me I'm like what's the worst thing that could happen <laughs> I pass out and embarrass yeah. myself <laughs> Okay.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's so funny too. And I think that's just how like our old brain is wired, you know? Yeah. Like our brain is wired for survival. So it's like, you know, it's going to be constantly looking for things that could potentially happen to like try to protect us from it. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's just, you know, that's just kind of how we're wired. That's why those things are there. Like, that's why we immediately think the most irrational thing is because like, we're wired to protect ourselves. We're wired to preserve energy, um, everything else. So like, you know, those immediate super irrational things come to mind Mm -hmm. first. And so almost like talking to yourself and like, like what you said, um, and what is that called? Um, I'm trying to think about it. Like uh, statements, like affirmations.
1: Positive affirmations. Yeah, positive
0: affirmations. <laughs> yeah, that's why they say like those work real well because you're going to start like sort of rewiring your brain yeah. and kind of getting yourself out of like only focusing on like, you know, the negative things that could be happening and um, having those come to mind first. But and yeah. it's also a healthy thing because it does keep us safe. I mean, if we didn't have... That trigger in our mind, you know, we could put ourselves in a bad situation.
1: Yeah, for sure. But I feel like when it comes to feeling anxiety, I feel like it's just like perceived threat in your environment that yeah. necessarily isn't actually a threat to you, um, and that's hard. And yep, it's just hard. And if you feel if you feel like you are having a lot of symptoms symptoms of anxiety, I Encourage you to go to the doctor, find a therapist, you know, do whatever you need to do to help you through that too. Yeah. Um, Me to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Katrina, go do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Um,
1: But anyways, um, those are some things. Challenge your thoughts, people. Don't let them control you. Are they rational?
0: Are they not? Who knows?
1: Or do you think they're rational in the moment, but then when you really start to think about it, maybe they're not yeah think about past experiences
0: think and about you're like man i'm awesome like that ain't gonna happen
1: yeah yeah oh this is another man where i'm just gonna give all my tips on one podcast episode and now i'm gonna have oops. nothing i'm gonna have nothing for the other podcast episodes. oops i'm just kidding but another thing like a strategy i've used is so when i was like for, got my first job out of grad school i was so nervous i was like i'm gonna fail I'm not going to be able to do it. Like I'm going to fail and I'm just going to fail. And then I'm going mm-hmm. to have no job. And then I'm going, this all is for nothing, you know? Yeah. Like just irrational thoughts. And so what I did, I did this exercise and I wrote down all the things that I was proud of, like so far in my life and all the things that were really hard, but I succeeded. At. Oh, I remember when you did that, it helped so much. And then yeah. it was so cool. Like later on to like, read back and be like, I wrote down what I was feeling and like, then I wrote down to like kind of challenge my thought of like, every time I've tried something, I haven't, uh, nobody succeeds a hundred percent, but like I've gotten through it and I've like grown. And that to me, that's succeeding is if you grow and you learn and you accomplish something like that's, that's succeeding. Yeah. So I would like write down every, everything I've succeeded at so far and then I' would just keep reading it every day. I'm like, okay, no, like you're not gonna fail I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna like lose my job in a week like yeah. what? <laughs> like,
0: exactly.
1: It's just crazy thoughts, but
0: yeah, it's a really good tip. Thanks. I like that good thanks We're, we've actually Nuts. given like
1: ten tips, I think boom,
0: yeah, killing it, killing it on podcast number eight um and our last one is. Make sure you do a little self care. Is that right, Trine? Yeah. Take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so what are some tips on uh, how of, can you take care of yourself?
1: Yeah, this is kind of um I don't know. It's kind of a buzzword. Self care, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: it's a little bit of a buzzword. But a like
1: bit. I I do think it was important to, for us to like mention it. So yeah. self care. Self-care.
0: Yeah, take care of yourself.
1: Yeah, well, it is important. So what are some ideas for self-care? One thing that I don't feel like people maybe necessarily think of of self-care is finding meaningful connection in your life. So like for Chase, he loves to hang out with friends. Like I want to be surrounded by people and I do too. But my connection is a little different. So he loves that. He's like, let's like do a social activity. Let's go hang out with friends. And that can like recharge him. Yeah. Well, same for me. But one thing that like, I guess just a different approach to connection that I do is like on my way home from work, I will call somebody. Usually it's my grandma. (laughs) Yeah. But like just to feel like that connection and like. Talking to your loved ones, I feel like is something that's so slept on when it comes to self-care, but I think it can be like a really good strategy to, I don't know, take care of yourself. Like you, like humans need connection in their life. Um, so yeah. And sometimes like I'll call a friend, um, just, or I'll call like my grandmas or, you know, just anybody in your life that you love.
0: Yeah, exactly. I love that. So
1: that's one way. I'm definitely that you can a social practice. animal. Yeah, that's one way you can practice self care is like just connecting or like reach out to a friend that you haven't like seen how they were doing in a while and like really just like see how they're doing. Like that's that's really helpful.
0: Yeah, I agree. That is how I recharge my batteries for sure. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: charge them up. to okay, charge them up. Um. Okay. So yeah, go hang out with some friends. Um. You know, we've only gotten one massage in our lifetime, but it was awesome.
1: <laughs> it was so great. The
0: massage, that massage was the best and it was on our honeymoon. And, uh, the best thing about it was like, well, so what happened was we were supposed to get our massages early on in the week and your boy over here, um, I don't know if you guys, if you guys, obviously if you watched on YouTube or you don't, you might know this, but I'm ginger as they come. I mean, I'm super Ginger. So, very pale. yeah, I'm very pale in but nature. So am I. Yeah. But you're very, a little paler. No, you, yeah, you tan. I don't even want to hear it over there. Um, I am one of the first genders of all time to tan, though. So, go me. I'm going to claim that. Okay. You know my legs got a little bit more tan. Yeah, they did. They did. So, anyways, um, so, you know, I'm pale, and we were in Mexico, and we were hanging out with some friends that we had just met, and we were under the, like, the pool... Um, bar, like swim-up bar. Is that
1: what it's called? Canopy.
0: Yeah, I like swim-up bar, you know. And I put sunscreen on every bit of my body, besides my lower back. <laughs> like it, literally everywhere else, I got everything. I was so good about it. And I was so disciplined about it. And then you know, forgot my lower back. And so I was sitting. I was like, oh no! Like we're at the swim-up bar. We're under this little canopy like everything's fine my I'm back's not gonna...
1: literally in the water
0: like yeah like... like how there's no way like i'm i'm totally fine and then oh my gosh y'all like my lower back was destroyed like it was just <laughs> just a huge red square like a perfect square on my back <laughs> and i was like oh my gosh so we were supposed to go get these massages and i like called him up i was like uh that's not happening today bud like no way somebody (laughs) is is gonna be uh rubbing my back like this so uh we put it off to like the very last day of our honeymoon and luckily it kind of healed up by then um and we were able to get massages but uh oh my gosh it was like the best experience ever
1: yeah yeah it was great yeah we did the hydro
0: the hydrotherapy too
1: oh yeah yeah that was cool
0: yeah it was nice you like kind of walk through some rocks on your feet and then you go sit in the sauna and then you go sit in the steam room. I don't like steam rooms. I learned that. Ooh, that was hard to breathe. <laughs> Can't breathe though. Um but yeah, man, that was incredible. So, if we could just do that every week, I think we'd be in a totally different space. Oh yeah, for sure. Let's just go Well, to that's like every kind
1: week. of like a cliche self-care thing, but it I mean, it really Super was. Super cliche. It was really cool though.
0: And we only did it one time. It was so. relaxing. Yeah, it was awesome.
1: Um, another self-care thing that I try to do is to allow myself to engage in an activity that is not necessarily productive, okay? Yeah. So, like, it I like... a
0: very productive animal.
1: Well, it's... I don't want to come off like, oh, I'm productive and all of you guys are not. Like, that's not how I'm, like, saying no, it.
0: But you, <laughs> yeah, but you definitely are more like... Like sitting down and just relaxing or something is hard. hard. Yeah.
1: So one thing that I've done and I started last year is um, reading fiction books. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just for enjoyment, pure enjoyment, pure relaxation. And I love it. And I read 12 books last year. Yeah. And I just got two new books. Mm hmm. I got the body keeps the score. I'm really excited, but that one is obviously nonfiction. But um, there's I got I read a lot of fiction books.
0: Yeah, and um, yeah, and if you are a part of Team White Mocha, we're starting up a book club. Team White Mocha Book Club. I was gonna start a book club, and we're gonna do Zoom meetings every single month to discuss the books we're reading. That was my Team White Mocha Book Club. I wanted to start
1: that with some friends this year, but honestly i feel like i feel like the podcast is like a big like hobby of ours right now and it's kind of taken up a lot of like space and energy so i was like well maybe just one thing at a time like one new thing at a time in my life well yeah
0: and all of your friends are in the team white mocha book club though so i you know they might be able to read multiple books at the same time but they their focus solely kind of relies on the you know the Team White Mocha Book Club. So so.
1: are you going to read books now?
0: Yeah. I was reading Man's Search for Meaning. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know? And then I read it, and then I don't read it for like four months, and then I come back and try to read it again. That's okay. Yeah.
1: That's usually how I am too. If I'm not interested in it... (laughs) Good luck, yeah. (laughs) Like the book I'm reading right now, I'm trying to get into it, but it's like sometimes you just have to force yourself a little farther into the book because it usually gets good, but you just have to like...
0: You just got to get there through it. Yeah. You know, that's how I felt about Yellowstone was like, you know, it's a little bit of a slow burn, but eventually you just kind of get into it. You know, And you get hooked. You get hooked. Um,
1: I didn't get hooked, but Chase wants to be a cowboy now. So yeah, I think he's hooked. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways, um, no, I'm not so, cut out for that. So yeah, just find a non-productive activity or this is also like something that I said before, like, for some people, self-care is productivity, you know, mm-hmm. like me last night, my self-care is I clean up the apartment before I went to bed because I knew, I know myself and we were recording this podcast and I'm, I need to leave in like 20 minutes. Um, oh yeah, you do. Yeah. Cause I'm going to, um, one of my best friends, baby showers, whoop, whoop. but anyways, um, I knew for myself that I was going to set myself up for success if the apartment was picked up. So I didn't wake up in a cluttered environment so that I could right. wake up and feel calm because my space felt calm, if that makes sense. Yeah, and clean. Yeah. Yeah, and so self-care, that's all I'm saying, is like self-care looks different for everybody. Yeah. You know?
0: Yep, self-care. Um, And also, um, one of our last things on self-care would be uh like limiting social media intake and just media intake in general Mm -hmm. um because we all know that all the attention grabbers out there are typically going to be negative stuff so you know if you're kind of you know if we wake up in the morning we consume all the stuff on riots and fires and all this stuff that's going on around the world like Mm -hmm. You know, that can create like a false reality or a false perception of what the world is really like. Like the world's not coming to an end. Everything's going to be okay. But, you know, if you kind of consume all that content, like to start off your day or get yourself going, uh, it can definitely add to the stress pot. I feel like.
1: Yeah, I would say just like pay attention to what you are consuming (laughs) Mm -hmm. at me because I feel like you're talking about like the negative side, but also... It can go the other way too, where like my TikTok is all inspiring stuff, you know? Like yeah. it is my TikTok algorithm is like people cooking amazing meals or the latest fashion trend or how to build a capsule wardrobe or the top 10 fitness hacks. And it's just like, it's too much inspiration to where it makes you feel like, oh my gosh. I need to do all this right now. I'm not now. doing enough. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing enough. Like, I I need to reorganize my closet. Wait, I really did reorganize my Yeah, we my did closet. reorganize the closet. I, I did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Thank not you. we. Sorry. Thank you very much. Well, but we're a no. team, so. Yeah. But Team White Mocha.
0: <clears throat> no.
1: <laughs> you said we're a team.
0: No, you are. Are you trying to join Team White Mocha right no. now? No. Mm-hmm. Yes, you kind of want to join, don't you? Okay, you kind of any- want to be in the book club, don't you? D- okay, you can't start a book club. You can start mm-hmm. like a golf
1: club or something. You drink white mochas and golf. But the book thing is my thing. okay? Mocha, you
0: already know. Anyways. Dream wants to be a part.
1: And anyways, um, that's what I'm saying is it can go the uh, the opposite way too, where it almost gives you too much. Maybe this is just a niche thing. I don't know. If anyone else agrees with this, please let me know because, Yeah it can almost give you too much inspiration to where you are now, oh crap, like I'm finding myself comparing myself to all these random strangers online. Yeah. And I think a little bit of that is okay. I think I get inspiration from it. I don't necessarily see it and I'm like, I suck. I'm just like, I see it and I'm like, okay, yeah, I could I could probably improve there. Oh, and there and there and there and there and there. Yeah. <laughs> and so... I don't know. Maybe please let me know if you agree with this because I feel like sometimes it can just be too much, yeah. too much inspiration.
0: No, you gotta, um, as they say, the wonderful Jim Wizard Rohn.
1: Boss. Yeah. No, wait. Where did you say?
0: <laughs> the wonderful uh, Jim Rohn. You say mm. you gotta stand guard at the gate of your mind, and he talks about how you know your worst enemy could put some sugar in your coffee you'll be just fine or your best friend can accidentally put strychnine in your coffee then obviously you would die so tip number one
1: what are you saying
0: guard your coffee (laughs) i know like in terms of your mind like what what information what like he's alluding to is like what are you allowing into your mind like it doesn't matter if it comes from your enemy or comes from your best friend like what are you allowing to get into your mind and how is that yeah. affecting you kind of thing. Yeah, fair. That's the point of that. But
1: fair. Well, he was like staring at me about about your best friend. He's my best friend, obviously. Like your best friend putting...
0: Well, Trine tried to poison me the other poison? day. That's why. Yeah.
1: Okay. Try to put poison in your coffee while I'm like Do you think st-
0: you'd kill me if I was a zombie?
1: I would lock you up. You would lock me up? And keep you as a pet. No, really? <laughs>
0: So you wouldn't? You wouldn't kill me if I was a zombie?
1: Uh, I would probably kill you because I know that you wouldn't want How to How
0: would you a do it, though? I w-
1: I don't want to talk about this.
0: How would you do it? I'm curious. All right. The world anyways, wants to know.
1: I don't want to talk about it.
0: I'd probably kill you if you were a zombie for sure.
1: Okay. That's cool. Anyways. Wood chipper. Anyways. I'm cutting that conversation <laughs> short.
0: I'm just kidding, honey.
1: So we need to wrap this up.
0: Yeah. Trine's got to get on the road. She's got a big day ahead. Yeah. Um, And of course it's playoffs time. So let's go chiefs. Um, And we probably, we either gained a lot of followers from that or we just lost a lot of, we'll never know. (laughs) Uh, But no, um, again, thank you all for sticking around for this. If you found some value in this conversation, if you want to hear more about, you know, these topics, please let us know. Um, And also, you know, share this with a friend, Who might be, you know, uh, maybe going through some things and maybe this might help them out if you found it to be valuable. Uh, And of course, uh, you know, please rate the podcast if you have some time. Mm -hmm. If you found any value from anything, uh, it really helps us to help us to continue to grow the podcast and uh, be able to reach more people. And um, for those of you guys who already have, again, thank you so much for all um, your kind love and support. We really do appreciate it. And we appreciate you all hanging around through our journey of figuring out how to get better and better and better at this thing. So yeah, um, we really do appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Cause another self care thing is hobbies and this, this is, is our, our hobby. This is our new hobby. So yeah, I mean, know, yeah, yeah, we love it. So Whatever, it's pretty cool.
0: Um, But yeah. And then stick around for next week. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about yet, but
1: I don't know either, but I feel like you're ending it and we need to do one more thing.
0: Oh, we have call to action for the week.
1: Yeah. So this is our little, little uh challenge challenge um so our challenge this week we talked about we talked about what's causing us stress in our lives yep and we talked about how to try to get kind of get ahead of that and manage that to have a meaningful happy life okay so your challenge this week is to kind of take um kind of like assess. Okay. Like assess, get a piece of paper and a pen out and write down and really think about like, what is currently bringing stress in your life? Like, what are you stressed out about? What are you worried about right now? Write it all down. Um, and then make another list and identify what your current self-care strategies are, or your current um, strategies in general to manage your stress. Write those down, okay? Yeah. Are there a lot? Are they working? Do you need to add more? Do you need to shift them? Just kind of assess like self-reflect like what what's happening in your life right now. And I'm going to do that too and I also want to start journaling. Yeah. Eventually.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's wonderful. Perfect. So, so yeah.
1: That's your challenge. Do it and let me know how it do goes. Do it. Right Just do now. it. Just do it. Like, yeah, Nike. Nike. I think I've already oh, made that reference time. before.
0: Yeah, um, okay. but yeah. Anyways, uh, that's it for today's episode. Hang around every Sunday. You know we're dropping more episodes, so hang around for the next one. And we appreciate and we love y'all.
1: Love you. Bye.
0: Bye. Have a great week.